0: Hey, welcome to The Link. The Link is a podcast created to build community through conversation. We focus on the stories of creatives, business owners, community leaders, and all around interesting people from the community of Lincoln, Nebraska. We welcome you to come learn about your neighbors as we have a conversation with them.
1: yeah it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> that's probably smart all right welcome to the link podcast i am Stefan carlson
0: and i'm andy morrison and i'm kai joustra
1: hey he here he is on the podcast he is in front of the camera not behind the camera today
0: yeah he's sitting in a chair and not just a stool in the corner it's gonna be yeah. a very strange experience
1: <laughs> he to- upgraded from a pillow fluff to a garage rolly stool and i moved five feet to the yes. left yes look at that <laughs> we're coming in hot uh-huh. so this this episode is going to be a little bit different um we wanted to kind of give you an insight into our stories um and give you an insight to who we are rather than just i don't know talk about other people all the time i guess we want to be selfish i guess yeah, we
0: want to be selfish pretty
1: much <laughs> no we wanted to kind of open it up um to questions about like why we started the podcast why we have a podcast um and really what's been kind of going on in our lives kind of the last couple years and so mm. we'll kind of jump into that some
0: heavy stuff so stay tuned. Um,
1: and we are very thankful for uh our last episode with liz peck Um, she killed it she she killed it she brought up a lot of questions that i thought were good so that's kind of why we did this episode today so should we jump into a real quick question and then we can kind of go from there
0: so Mm -hmm. i had i mean everybody kind of posts on their stories on posing some questions for us since it is just the three of us and maybe we're not good at asking each other questions who knows but we have some questions from the audience i'm going to after i pull them up uh, Liz's
2: episode was uh, one of the highest performing. So thank you all for that. Probably one of the most, I think, one of the most listens we've had. Yeah. Especially for, no, no. Uh, Stanzik's had more, mm-hmm. but their following was all way higher place. than Liz. Yeah. So it's very impressive that she got so many listens.
1: Yeah. Shout out. Andy, you got this question yet?
0: yeah i think so
1: oh goodness, where they go
0: oh my gosh i lost him
1: (laughs)
2: kai's got his yeah maybe
0: i don't know how to work my phone
2: the one that i have there we go is i got it i I got it Too
0: too bad um i guess this is a good one to preface with is was having a podcast like what you expected hmm
1: that's a good question
0: I personally kind like generally like yes I knew I was going to like have like awesome conversations with people but I think mentally and like just like the way you have to approach things sometimes and like just like w- the way it makes you think is not what I expected it to be and I think that's really cool and it's what? definitely like what do you mean? I mean just like accommodating for another human and like this weird medium and i Mm. think it just is like i am used to like just talking to people like on the street or like something yeah i don't know i think it's just like a different it's different
1: yeah (laughs) i honestly had zero expectations i am even surprised that anybody listens to us Mm. (laughs) very
0: thankful for that
1: um so thank you for those people um I guess the whole reason why we started a podcast was really we felt like Lincoln as a community uh, is really unique and diverse and that nobody was really, I don't know, getting to the heart of those stories. Mm. That It's not
0: getting the attention that it deserves. Yeah,
1: and nobody's really um, highlighting people that maybe most people have never heard of. Um, mm. I mean, we're not interviewing like the owner of runza or something like that where it's like oh he's a big corporation and you know he has a lot of clout or whatever clout you know we're interviewing people that are really real relatable people and mm-hmm. i think that's that's what should be highlighted in our culture today that's tight so how I are you Kai?
2: i think it's like the amount of people that have listened to it Like, that numbers itself is about, like, along the lines of what I expected at this point. Mm -hmm. But, like, when I'm out and about with you and the amount of people that uh, are, like, hey, I listen to the podcast and I love it is very surprising. Like, I didn't expect that many people to, like, mention it and have listened to it.
1: Yeah. yeah I I definitely didn't either there's anytime like somebody brings of, that up I'm like oh cool
0: yeah and there's like just like tons of like general interest which is like super sick like all like people would be like oh like what are you doing this evening oh I'm just like reporting, like recording a podcast with my friends like oh like what's your podcast like let me listen to it I'm like that's sick that yeah. like somebody's like was that interested in like I guess wanting to hear me talk and ask people questions which is just really cool Kai what has it been like like has producing this podcast been like what you expected it to be or like how has that been for you because this is like new ground for you
1: when we first brought up the uh uh idea of the podcast kai almost pooped himself he was so excited <laughs> <Yeah>. he went, <laughs> he, went he, he like he got like i was like can we put like an amazon list together for like all of the mics and stuff <laughs> and that kai we already would had need. a list <laughs> <laughs> So just, I'm just gonna preface with that, but you can answer the question I I mostly
2: liked the idea of being able to call myself a producer now. (laughs) Put it on his resume. Add that to your resume. It's surprisingly easy once you have, I mean, the actual like process of it is surprisingly easy. Especially with, we use Anchor and it, you just throw it up there and it pushes it out to every single podcast network you can think of.
1: And so we don't yeah. really edit.
2: Yeah. I it's, mean, we, we try and we just start, stream it. Once we start, it goes to the end and then we throw it up. Yep.
0: No revisions, no nothing. Yeah. So if I say something suspicious,
2: <laughs> which probably is going to happen it's one just, of these days, it's just
1: out there. Yeah.
2: The only time we've had cuts is when we've accidentally unplugged the mics and lost <laughs> That's everything. That's true. <laughs> I remember that. I've I done my best that. to make it not noticeable, though. Yeah.
0: And also make our set foolproof with the new, like the copious amounts of gaff tape. Yes.
2: Yes. There's gaff tape everywhere.
0: Is that one of your favorite things Mm -hmm. you really
2: like? A couple days ago, I was gaff taping random things in (laughs) (laughs) my
1: (laughs) room. What are are some things that um, you wish people would talk about more in Lincoln or just in general?
0: Oh, man that's tough i mean talk about things that i think are like i mean like look, look down upon in a sense or not like looked down upon but like like oh like you're not supposed to talk about those things or like just like negative things in general for one but like maybe in lincoln more specifically i don't know man
2: that's i think r- you we need to break the midwestern like mentality of not sharing your emotions Mm. which i mean it is bound to happen here because things work from the coasts in and people on the coasts are very emotive and eventually it's going to get to the midwest yeah
1: yeah i think that and like the i think one of the things that i never really realized about the midwest like you said is like just how passive aggressive we are yeah compared to like the coasts, where it's like, I feel like in the East coast, people just yell at you, but you never know, you're never gonna guess if they're mad at you. Whereas like here you're like, no, you're great. It's fine. And on the inside you're like, why would, I they, you? Like, why would they do that to mm-hmm. me? Yeah, yeah.
0: We need to be honest guys. I thought we were supposed to be honest. <laughs> yeah.
1: Honest, hardworking Midwest, Midwest boys. Not about our emotions there. Yeah.
0: Gotta hide them. Cowboys aren't supposed to be soft. We're not Cowboys.
2: <laughs> not even close.
0: <laughs> Man, I wish though. So.
1: What what do you think like on the on like the emotion sharing like what what's like stuff that you have gone through that you're like, "Man, I wish I would have talked about this more." Or I wish I would have I wish I would have either explained to somebody what was going on or I wish I could help somebody out that's going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like what, what are some of those things that, I mean, I think
0: like recently, I mean like this last quarter of life, like my parents split and that was like a big thing that like, I also, I mean like going into it, I think that it was kind of like, still now I'm like, I think like talking about it was like burdening and like all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I felt weird. Like having all these emotions bottled up, but maybe like, like the other question you asked and like, it provided me like so much perspective to like, want to like listen to other people's stories that like were similar or like other mm-hmm. people's hardships because it like, I just gave, gave me like so much more of like an actual emotion that I didn't know how to like, it's just like confusion and like, I'm yeah. feeling, I don't know what like, is like other people have gone through this and like I, just want want to listen and like be there for them
1: yeah what do you think what do you think kind of like changed in your brain when that happened like did it did it shatter your world and then it was like okay how do i reconstruct from here or was it like a slow burn of like like i can't believe this happened like why is this happening like how did you process through that I really, or I'm sure you're still processing. I'm but. still
0: processing for sure. And so like my gears are turning really fast. If I sound confusing, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think a lot of it, it was like, I like knew it was happening. Like my like mom had called me and then I was like a weird, like, just like, oh, okay. And then like, as time went on, like more things started like, piling up and like I was feeling like the emotions of like my parents and like
1: mm-hmm.
0: the pressure, like a weird pressure from them and like also like worrying about my sister. And I think like coming like to, a con- I don't even know, like how to, pr- I lost myself already.
1: <laughs> That's all right.
0: It's tough. Yeah. Start over. <laughs> I think it was, it was just, yeah, more, like a slow burn more than anything because it was just like you kind of just have to ride it out almost yeah it's not like a problem that you can just like tackle wake up and solve yeah it's like you just kind of have to like wait and like be okay with like being in that situation even though like it really sucks and it's like really weird and new in a negative way
1: Mm mm-hmm what's like, what's been like the biggest, like saving grace in all of it? Is like, is, is there like one thing you can point to and be like, that's what helped me is, or is helping me walk through this? Or is it like a a thing where you're like, I don't know if anything helps.
0: Um, I mean, I think like, just like getting my mind off of it. So like, I'm like really thankful for like, all my like friends for sure just like spending time with them and not having to like focus on like what was like what is like that like that like kind of like pressure in my life and it was like that helped a lot like just like still like continuing to live life because like you like that happened i'm like okay like what do i do with my life and like what is like my mom do with her life like i was stressing about that and like Mm -hmm. my dad like what is he gonna do and so i was like just like knowing that like everybody else around me is like still moving like going and like even like just the fact that like i knew like people were there for me like really helped a lot
1: yeah for sure i would would say that i mean i think watching you like go through it you've gone through it with a lot of honestly like grace and smoothness in in my opinion like if my parents split i don't know what uh, all the emotions that i would be going through mm-hmm. so like that's it's really cool to be able to see you kind of like grow into who you are through that situation yeah. and yeah i think Well, it's thank cool. you
0: yeah because it was like really con- like i was like go like when it like was happening happening like i was super concerned onto like i'm like okay like why am i not like feeling like these like super direct emotions that i'm so used to feeling like growing up like mm. why am i not like like crying right now like why am i not feeling like the same sadness that i've felt it was just like new emotions and i was just like trying to yeah handle it like the best and like most level-headed and understanding i could
1: yeah what do you do you think that do you think that your opinion on it has already changed since it has happened yeah or do you think it's kind of stayed the same as far as like this sucks, I hate this, let's change. Let's change or go back to what it was or do you think it was like, now you're like, okay, I've accepted it and this is what it is mm-hmm. or.
0: I think early on like the like the first thing I wanted to do was like just accept it because like that is like probably one of the hardest things to do mm-hmm. ever is like, I mean like I wasn't gonna, like there was like a few evenings where I was like really like frustrated like in the beginning and like as like the, process was starting but it was like i can't do anything about this like i can't save my parents relationship or like anything like that and so like i just was like uh, i needed to tell myself like okay like but like what can you do like moving forward Mm -hmm.
1: so like being able to focus on like actually doing something rather than Mm -hmm.
0: rather than just like
1: letting it happen to you letting it happen. yeah
0: it was like how can i like it was like instant like how can i support like everybody who's also going through this with me like how like mm. and like i think like i was trying to spread myself way too thin but i was like just like trying to figure out like how like i could help everybody else make it the easiest for them because that's what like was most important to me like what was like most stressful to me. like this is gonna suck for
1: mm-hmm. everybody yeah do you think more? Pe- do you think you can like relate to more people now because yeah, of that?
0: I seriously like even like just going back to like friends that I grew up with and like when I would like hear like oh like my parents split like I was like dude that sucks like I'm really sorry like what can I do for you but like now like I wish I like not like I would have gone through this sooner because I don't yeah. I just don't wish it for anybody but it was like I now know like I like wish that I could have like. Really understood like the those people who had gone through it before me, mm-hmm. and like, cause like now like I felt that, and I was yeah. like, this is what like that really feels like. And there's so many situations in life where you're not gonna know like what you're you're never gonna actually get like an honest feeling on like somebody's emotions going through like a hardship yeah. unless you have gone through something like the exact same or unless you were or similar in their yeah. situation, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like you somebody falls and scrapes their knee, and like, oh, I'm sorry you scraped your knee, but you didn't know how that, yeah, felt. That was that's a really small (laughs) problem, (laughs) but it's like, yeah. And so I was just like, I wanted to, uh, yeah. It's just like knowing like how it feels. I want to be there for other people as much as I can.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool. I guess so. I honestly honestly didn't know that. I mean, we've talked about it mm-hmm. multiple times, but it's cool to like hear that like that side of it where it's like cool, I've gone through this. I would like to help other people understand what I've gone through and what they're currently or they're going to go through. Mm-hmm. So, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm always going to I hate to sound so cliché, but I'm like always going to try and like find the positive in like something so negative and dark because i think there is like something beautiful that you can always learn from that like from a bad experience and it's just like yeah why not instead of
1: there's been times in my life where i didn't believe that
0: oh like yeah like i didn't like growing up but like for (laughs) sure as i've gotten older and like have like seen so much more of the world and like so much other things that i was not used to when i was a kid like i'm like man, like, why not do that?
1: Yeah. I agree. What have you
2: seen, Kai? I was just going to ask, do you think, uh, or how do you think it affected you differently than it would have, like, if you had still lived with them when it happened?
0: I'm going to be honest. I think it would have hit... No, I that's really hard to answer because i think it was frustrating to me because like my dad like moved and my mom was left here with the house and like all this stuff and i like almost wanted to move back because i was like worried about her and like all that stuff and so i think maybe living there would have made things easier but it, like in the process would have been way stressful because i know that like there was some intense conversations that were happening like i witnessed like a handful like being there and like trying to mediate like between the two and i think like in the moment it would have been like a lot heavier but being away from it it was emotions not as strong but still like feeling tied to the situation like by a leash Mm
2: -hmm. you feel like you can't help as much because you're not Physically there,
0: yeah. I, which sucks, but I think that's just like goes for everything. Like it's like, a, not long distance relationship is way better than a long distance relationship based on the fact that you can, like, like physical interaction is like, just great with all humans. It's like, I'm we're making eye contact, having this conversation. (laughs) It's like having this conversation over the phone would not be as meaningful based on just human interaction but yeah thank you for asking these questions wow (laughs) i think yeah this last quarter of life has kind of been a toughie for i mean you and i like in different ways Stefan. yeah and i mean do you want to share about any of that like i would love to hear
1: Yeah. So I guess for the people out there that don't know, um, the last essentially three years have been kind of, um, they've had tremendous and amazing moments and I wouldn't trade them for anything, but they've also had a lot of, um, loss. Um, but if you, if you know me, like I hardly ever am focused on the loss side of it, even like with, having Wilder it's like, even when I don't sleep at night, it's like super cool to be able to wake up in the morning and be like hanging out with him. It's like, he's like, he's an actual human being. Like that's you cool. You created to like, him. I, <laughs> It's just like cool to have him there, you mm-hmm. know? But um, to kind of give you more of a background, I guess, is so we had a house fire, um, in 2016. So the garage we're sitting in now we built, uh, I built it with the help of a lot of people, um, right before the fire. And then, um, the fire happened while the garage was still being built. Um, a couple of neighborhood kids decided to light a Boy Scout Flint and a gas can next door and they they were playing Nazi zombies that's sick and uh they lit a gas can on fire lit their garage on fire then lit our house on fire um the cops came and talked to all the kids and this is my favorite part of the story they all got together and said that a rocket hit (laughs) the garage and that's how it caught on fire
0: (laughs) this plausible
1: yeah very plausible
0: 2020 come on there's drones flying in
1: yeah
0: western nebraska
1: um so that happened so i think that was kind of a I don't know if you would call that a a pre. That was like a warm up to the next loss. But so we lost our house, and we put it all back together, and now we have our house. Um, and then my wife Brooke and I uh, got pregnant in the spring of I guess it'd be spring, yeah, spring-ish, spring ish, spring summer ish of 2019. Um, we were not trying to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So it was a bit of a surprise, and uh, and then about eight weeks later, uh, we found out we were having twins.
0: Come on now, we both (laughs) we both were
1: like, uh, okay, we were already not planning on having kids, and now we got we're bringing two of them into the world. Mm -hmm. So we're like, holy cow, this is crazy. Um, So we did that first ultrasound. I realized how we had twins and then they're what's called mono twins. So they're identical, but they share the same placenta for all of those people that don't know what that means. Um, and it's pretty, it's pretty high risk um, mm-hmm. to both of them to have that. And so we went to a high risk doctor and they did a whole bunch of tests and everything. And we figured out that one of them had way less share of the placenta than the other one. And uh, they were pretty much like, either he's not going to make it, or we can send you to have this surgery to see if we can basically save both of their lives. And so from there, it was like, uh, from August to now has been literally like the longest, but also the shortest year of my mm-hmm. life. Like, I don't know, I guess it's not even a year, that's only four months so it felt like forever but it also felt like the time went like super fast so in so we had a surgery in august to basically split um the blood vessels between the two babies and the surgery was successful both babies were healthy um and then at the end of september like right it was like two days before my birthday i think Two or three days before my birthday, we found out that um, one of them had passed and we we were naming him Indy, so we found out that we lost Indy, um, but while they were still okay, um, and so just processing through that was just a really shitty thing,
0: yeah, because <laughs> like, one, like, there were like, there is just like so much to process, like a, like an absolute roller coaster, like of mm-hmm. this journey of like how you're gonna like perceive like and perceive like parenthood. Mm-hmm. It was like Brooke's pregnant. We're gonna have twins, and then like that happens, and it's like what?
1: Yeah, it was a weird.
0: You're just getting thrown through the ringer.
1: It was a weird roller coaster of emotions, as far as like. We do have this surgery, so the surgery is very um has a good success rate, but not for this type of twins and all of these things. so it was kind of like we were doing weekly ultrasounds, and it was like every day we walked in and it was like or every week we walked in and it was literally like, "Okay, is this the time that they're gonna tell us that there isn't a heartbeat, or mm-hmm. is this the time that they're going to be like, he's fine and that and so being 27 years old i did not think i would have lost a house to a fire and lost a child yeah (laughs) by this age so it's just kind of a weird um thing to go through but we i would say for us i think the weirdest part um just to like call out all of the I guess not tension in the room, but like the, I guess the awkwardness of it all is like we signed a birth certificate and a death certificate in the same day. And it's just like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I've never in my mind thought that would happen. Mm-hmm. And I never in my mind thought that there would be a chance that that would happen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> these are things that you just like cannot plan for and it's yeah gotta like just take it as it comes which yeah. really sucks
1: and we had we had wilder and he's healthy he's great he has six fingers
0: he's <laughs> awesome
1: he's, he's so great. cool um, he's got
0: your wife's nose but then you're like mouth and chin and it's awesome
1: yeah, yeah. and so it's been amazing to have that have him but it's also been really interesting because like both both brooke and i are we'll have like moments where we're like looking at him we're like because they were identical twins Mm -hmm. so it's like we're looking at him we're like man we would be looking at the same baby so he could look he would be looking exactly the same as him yeah so it's like that's a super hard like thing to have and we're working through that and i guess why we're even talking about this is like, I just wanted to, one, just call out any sort of like stigma around sharing hard things Yeah. Um, and processing hard things and being like okay with where you're at. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to, like if you're going through something right now, you don't have to be like, it's great and do the Midwest thing, <laughs> yeah. Where everybody asks, how are you? And you're like, good. When really,
0: I'm going through all these tough things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, I would I would encourage you, if you have a group of people around you, just to be able to share that and like walk through it with them and like be okay
0: with where you're at. And it's like also because then it makes, like if we can, like if not that like, this is going to change the world or Lincoln. But like if people can like change that stigma of like
1: mm-hmm.
0: being okay with like things not being okay then it like i think would also help others be able to like help and like mm-hmm. like because like when all these things were happening i was like i like don't know what actions to take to like like support you and help you like mm-hmm. i but i think like it's because like the world we live in right now. Yeah. It's like, oh, are we just supposed to like shove these things under the bed and like not worry about it and like-
1: Yeah, and like not talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That I think that's like, especially with like miscarriages and stuff like that. It's like, I also wanted to share because it's like from a guy's perspective too. Cause like, I I don't think women talk about it to each other a lot, but also like, Rarely do guys talk about it. Like, I don't think I've heard one dad that's had a miscarriage be like open about what they've mm-hmm. felt or what they've gone through because, yeah, it's it is traumatizing to both, but like it definitely is to the mom because you, you have that growing inside of you. Whereas, it's like,
2: so much more confusing for the guy because you've never met them, yeah, or as the mom.
1: Mm-hmm yeah i would definitely say it's like with it i didn't i got more emotional about Indy passing away after wilder was born Mm -hmm. because i was like when like i didn't think i'd love him as much as i do like not that i don't like kids or (laughs) not that i didn't think i would like him Mm -hmm. but like i did not think that like as soon as he came out i would just be like man like I want to give this kid every opportunity he can ever receive and like every I've never
0: gone through it but isn't
1: that it's just it's weird it's really weird and it's just like it's not that I like I'm obsessed with him but it's just like that's okay to be that's what parents are I
0: thought (laughs) I just
1: like it just didn't occur to me that it would happen and it's like now that i ha- i feel that love and that connection to him it's like i would have felt the same mm-hmm. for indy also so like i think that's i think that's a weird I like, just like even seeing like,
0: the potential parallels in life and like i like, go oh, what i like, could have been or like mm-hmm. imagine like what would be happening right now if x didn't happen
1: yeah yeah, I think that plus just, like, the sheer, like, weight of it came became more real. Mm-hmm. It's like, that was, like, a human life. And, like, I was able to see him when he, like, when we had him, mm-hmm. even though he was, like, stillborn or whatever. And it was just, like, whoa. Like, that was a human being. Yeah. And that was, like my son. Like that's even just saying that I'm like Woof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like that's pretty wild um and pretty intense. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't know where I'm going with any of this. Just than I, to verbalize than it I just more wanted, than anything. I just wanted to talk about it and just let people know that like wherever you're at and whatever loss Or anything that you're going through and whatever you're feeling right now, like it's okay to feel that way. Like,
0: way more than okay. That's life.
1: Yeah. I think, I think so many times we just, especially in social media, and I'm, I wanna try really hard, and Brooke and I both are trying really hard to not like paint this beautiful picture of our lives uh, because it's so easy to like, post a cute picture and write a caption that's like this was really hard but everything's okay yeah and like that's like that's not true sometimes like great if that is true but a lot of times it's not true and that's okay too
0: mm-hmm
1: so yeah i don't know if you have any other questions you want to ask me about it but that's kind of all I'm i just, wanted to talk about i'm
0: just like so that's like just thankful that like that's something that like you want to share and like it's just cool that you want to and like make sure that like other people know that it is okay. Like, that's yeah. awesome. That you like 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 it's so brave. That was what I was looking for. But
1: mm-hmm. I just don't want anybody to ever feel the way I do
0: <laughs> cuz yeah. it really sucks.
1: Mm-hmm. But if you feel the way I do, it's okay. And it's not abnormal to feel that way so yeah thank how,
2: you how how did you process the like extreme high of having your first child mm. and having a stove birth at the same time
1: like in the that's hospital like, and stuff because
2: yeah, that's a really unique situation that like nobody goes through mm. and there's no like handbook on how to
0: process <laughs> that's Such a good question, Kai.
1: Yeah, I think I'm still processing through it. Like I think that's gonna be most of my life, just growing up with Wilder. Mm. Um, but like in the moment, we kind of mentally prepared ourselves because it was like he he passed at 32 weeks, so we had we had a bit of time to process that. But like, as far as like in the hospital, um, it was more just kind of like taking it as it comes and just, like I said before, like feeling whatever I needed to feel at mm-hmm. that point. Like if you know me and you know my family, we cry all the time. <laughs> and like, just like not being embarrassed to like cry in a hospital in front of people. like. I just tried to like let out whatever I needed to let out Mm -hmm. because I felt like in that moment that was right. But I don't know if it was, but that's what it felt like. So, and I will say like the nurses at um, St. when we were there, like amazing. Like there's this head nurse or I don't even know if she's a head nurse, but she's like the head of the bereavement um, department or whatever at Sandy's mm-hmm. and man I'd love her to have her on the podcast she's amazing um, she just like you could tell that she had she had done this before and not not necessarily our situation but just like had a loss before and had like dealt with it before and she was like the most professional but also the most caring human being that I've ever met and she like like honestly was probably like the biggest shining light in that whole time because like Brooke was going through the same things that I was Mm -hmm. going through. So normally like in our relationship, we a lot of times we feel we process loss differently than each other. So like I am a lot of times I'm like, I feel the emotion. It sucks really bad. And then I, kind of like process and get past it. Whereas like her it's like a super slow burn of like she has it takes her a lot longer to process through things and it takes her a lot longer to like cope through things. And that's why I would say like the fire was like a warm-up. Because <laughs> we like No pun
0: intended. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Um whereas like I could I could understand how she processes loss and I could understand how I process loss and how each of those things is equally valuable that we process those things differently, but it more helped me understand like, okay, like six months from now I need to make sure and still be asking the questions like, are you okay? Like, Like, what's the emotion today? Like, how do you feel about this still? Like, because before I would have just been like, well, I'm over it. So obviously she's over it, Mm -hmm. which isn't the case. Mm -hmm. So still working, still working through it. I think one, like if I can bring Lincoln into the podcast, like we just have such an amazing community of friends and family around us like when like when it happened it was like a meal was at our door that night and like flowers were at our door that night and like it was just like immediate like our our community was just like yep we see it we we see it sucks let's help in any way we can Mm -hmm. and so it was like it was super gratifying to have that community Community around it. It didn't make it easier, but it made it, um, I guess, more bearable.
2: That's sweet. How terrifying is it to have a two-week-old baby? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wobbly neck is real.
2: Um,
0: it's not a hoax. Wobbly neck is real. <laughs> yeah, ready right here first.
1: I mean. I never grew up with newborns like a lot of a lot of my family members when I was little they were little too so I'd never really had that and I even I even texted my brother um I think it was when we found out or it was like a little bit after we found out that we were pregnant I just texted him and was like I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry I wasn't more happy for you. And I'm sorry I wasn't more like there for your kids' lives. Cause like now that he's, especially now that he's here, I'm like, man, this is really cool. And this is like really awesome to have. And I wish I was more present with with them. and And like, I was there, but I wasn't as engaged as I would like to be. Mm-hmm but like having a two week old is, is interesting. It's so like the first, like the first five nights, like I didn't sleep because he wasn't sleeping. I didn't sleep because I was worried about him. Like Brooke's been more laid back about him than I have. Mm -hmm. like as far as like oh he's fine don't worry about him and I'm just like I never want to go through losing him because I've lost Indy Mm -hmm. so I'm just like I never want to have that feeling again yeah like one of the nights she was like I like got up like four times and was like listening like is he breathing like is he alive like everything's good cause it's like he's quiet why is he quiet and I like got back into bed and she was like she's fine like don't worry about him and i was just like i just don't ever want to have to go through this again and like cried for like 20 minutes <laughs> cuz i just was like all of the emotion of like the loss and, and now having a new life i'm like holding on to that so tightly and i think that's not the right way to do it but that's what it is right now mm-hmm. i was just like don't mess with my kid <laughs> like nothing yes like don't but it's also because he's so helpless at this point this stage whereas like i feel like once he becomes more of like a toddler and just rolling around all over the place i'm gonna be like let's build a climbing wall let's like you know let's do like yeah, crazy things my head, together but put him on a dirt bike
0: Yep. he's gonna be a gnarly kid dude
1: i want i want to get a uh there's this like carrier thing for for the kids that's mm. like almost like a puppet thing it looks like a puppeteer thing <laughs> for your kids but it's like a harness and i want to get one i think he can be in it as soon as like eight months or something like that i want to get him and then get him some little vans and take him to the bay and have him <laughs> go up and down ramps
0: <laughs> just so he's used to uh, just so
1: he's already <laughs> so he's already into it but
0: you've been having him watch surf videos and Oh
1: yeah, he's been watching surf videos almost every morning. That's <laughs> so sick. Getting impressed. I'm so, like,
0: so just like stoked that like this kid that you guys are gonna raise.
1: Yeah. He's gonna pumped. be awesome. I'm pumped. Heck yeah. Any I, other questions or should we <sighs> jump to jump to questions?
2: I don't have anything else. Not yet. That was good. Sorry for those of you that were like expecting
0: (laughs) an amazing podcast. I feel like we need to put in like, from this time to this time, we
1: talked about sad things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just to let you know.
1: Well, it's almost, it is sad things, but it's also like, you have to, I feel like you have to talk about them Mm -hmm. or else nobody will or nobody will be feel like they can talk about them yeah so no
0: shoving under the bed anymore <laughs> none not allowed no rug sweeping no rug sweeping
2: <laughs> vacuum there, it there's Face this it. there's this podcast i listened to a couple of years ago it's called terrible thanks for asking <laughs> <And> that's awesome <laughs> and it just talks about sad things and i think i just listened to it because i hadn't I've never like experienced any mm. deep loss or sadness. Mm-hmm. So I listened to it to like
1: know empathy. What grow it your felt empathy. like. Yeah. yeah.
2: How That's interesting. I th- we I mean, I haven't had anything drastic happen.
0: <laughs> knocking on wood.
1: What, what's been like the biggest growth or learning experience? Like post high school, post college, like moving here, like what, I've never asked you this, so this is be interesting. But like, what do you think like the biggest learning curve or what do you think you've?
2: Yeah. I mean, not having money for six months out of the year is weird, because I'm a, for people who don't know, I do wedding videos. So all my income comes in eight months of the year and throughout mm-hmm. the winter, I'm completely broke. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been super strange. Um, it's been interesting comparing like where I am in life compared to people I graduated with because Mm. they're all graduating this year from college and I've been done with school for basically like three years Mm -hmm. Um, and been married for two years and they're all starting to get married. It's strange how like ahead of everything I am but it feels... Normal, Yeah. Mm.
1: No, I will 100% agree with that. Like, I didn't go to college, but I got married at 19. And, like, I'd been in my career or my craft for essentially four years before anybody else was, like, jumping into, quote, unquote, real life. Mm. So, I definitely feel
0: that <laughs> it's crazy and i feel like i'm at the under, other end of the like the triangle spectrum of <laughs> i'm not going to school <laughs> the triangle spectrum <laughs> i'm 20 and i think like right now i like either i can make a decision that can like set the tone of my life like for the rest of my, like this that's how my life would be or i can just continue to being like doing like whatever the hell i want to do not knowing which is kind of fun it's terrifying <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think yeah i think i have a little bit of a fear of like i want to do i'm going to do this for the rest of my life just because i don't know
1: i'll call out a huge stigma now again you don't have to decide what you have Thank to you. do for the rest I'm of your tri- life. i
0: tried to tell myself today i was at a red light and i was like andy it's okay that you don't know what you want to do with your life right now
1: yeah I think for somebody like you or like Kai, that like. Grew up unorthodox. Well, not (laughs) not necessarily grew up unorthodox, but just like you one have a drive that's different than other Mm, people. That's a better way of putting it. And you have like, I think, a different amount of like emotional intelligence to not follow the normal route. Well thank you. <laughs> as far as like not and not that it's un like you don't have emotional intelligence if you go to college. That's not what I'm saying. No. So perhaps everybody who goes to college so, because
0: I would not be able to do that. I So No way.
1: But I think it's just like knowing who you are and following what you really love to do. Like mm-hmm. you probably didn't think, Kai, that you would be doing as many videos as you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you didn't, you probably didn't think you'd have as many weddings as you do. Even like senior year,
2: I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I never would have imagined I'd be working for myself four years from then.
1: Yeah. I was still thinking
2: I'd be like going to architecture school or business school or
1: something like that. And now you're like, I'd never want to do that. Yeah. It sounds horrible. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs>
2: I, had, I got a two year entrepreneurship degree and that was awful enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's craziness. Do you want to investigate some questions? Yeah.
2: The question I, or the one question we got on the Instagram is what kind of guests would you like to interview? All kinds. Yes. Anything, everything, and nothing.
1: <laughs> you, you don't. here's here's the biggest thing you don't have to have a huge instagram following or you don't have to have um i don't care who you are but i care who you are yeah that's great yeah Yeah. i just i just want to know unique stories in lincoln and even if you don't think your story is necessarily unique um it is because it's your story
0: and like even somebody who doesn't even have like an instagram like that's i mean like the easiest way to reach out to somebody but like Get somebody's mom on the podcast. Like, that'd be sick. Yeah. Just like anybody. Let's do this.
2: Cool moms only.
0: Cool moms <laughs> only. Okay. <No, I'm> <laughs> we love you all. All moms rule. But I've got a few here. Does anybody know of any upcoming must-see events in Lincoln for 2020?
1: Must-see events?
0: Must-go-to I don't know anything about twenty twenty, man. Man, I'm gonna be honest. Twenty twenty happened. And I'm like, what's?
1: Uh, the, I have really bad tunnel vision. The right Bay and Goldenrod Cafe is going oh, yeah. to be opening.
0: It's gonna be super March? sick in March first, yeah. I
1: believe. Yeah, so keep your eyes out on that.
2: Andy will be once again employed.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> gonna be sick. I'm not like not employed. But I'm not employed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, and also, rumor on the street—don't quote me on this—but uh, Scarlet Raven is moving next door to yeah. the Goldenrod Cafe as well.
0: So Scarlet so, Raven is a really sick tattoo shop in Lincoln that's like located right now on like 42nd and O Street, something like that. Yeah. But then they're going to be moving down to Y Street and going to be the Bay and Goldenrod's neighbor as well. And so I think like that's going to be like a really cool, yeah, pocket. Now.
1: Some amazing art too that they do Mm -hmm. like all of their tattoo
2: shop for anyone who doesn't know
1: yes yes (laughs) the all of their tattoo artists are artists artists as well and they have some really cool stuff so shout Mm -hmm. out scarlet raven shout out scarlet raven we should have cody on the podcast Mm. yeah that'd be good
0: he's a cool dude yeah and then um which musicians or artists in any form of art are changing the game for you?
1: Changing the game? Changing the
0: game. Whew. That's a deep question. That's it's a really tough. good question. It's hard to answer. Does
1: it say local or just any artists in general?
0: Any artists in general, like any form. I'm, I'm thinking musicians are sticking out to me mostly, but there's like so many cool people out there that are doing so many Cool things all the time. Just I name them, Andy. I haven't <laughs> heard of yet. I saw Charlie Crockett last night. He was great. He was here. He was yeah, I Bourbon have no Theater. idea. Man. I met him. I, he was <laughs> so I parked on Centennial Mall, and I was walking to get yayas before the show because that's just what you do when you go to the Bourbon Theater. And he was walking out of the alley behind those buildings and I like just looked over to my left and I was like oh shit I was like hey <laughs> he goes, how you doing and I'm like doing good I'm gonna be seeing you later <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like oh you coming to the show tonight and I was like hell yeah I am welcome to Lincoln <laughs> 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 I like what a great interaction because I mean I think he changes the game because of just he's so old school and it's like literally like looks like he is like a musician out of the like the, like a country musician out of like their late 40s early 50s mm. and it's just like that like it just has like an aura mm-hmm. around it and so i was just like i i guess starstruck
1: oh man <laughs> in a sense handy doesn't get starstruck often. i think i did
0: but it was just like really cool
1: i think for me um thrice has always been like my favorite band ever mm-hmm. um their their lyrics are so much deeper than like just rock music so i really enjoy their music and their latest album um noah gunderson i feel like he, he's good i feel like he also asks questions that nobody wants to ask Mm-hmm. and sings about things that nobody else wants to sing about
0: um, I think that's a cool thing that like what is art like, that's like uh, a medium to like do those things yeah because you could be somebody that just asks those questions and people are like you're crazy why are you asking those questions but if somebody makes it beautiful and like it like is easy I guess like opens up
1: easy to digest it's easy
0: to digest that way
1: What podcasts are you into?
0: There's like, I'm listening to a lot of coffee podcasts right now. <laughs> what? Yeah, cause I'm trying to freaking be more than a pro, man. More than more a bro? More than a pro. Uh-oh. Not a bro. <laughs> I don't want to be a bro at all.
1: You're a bro Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a really buff guy named Chad. He's a barista. Hey, welcome to the Bay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, Kai's I just got some over yeah, there. Yeah, Kai's well, got plenty. I'm actually, so in, I'm way more interested in what Kai has to say to I mean, most of them are like
2: typical podcasts people listen to. No, probably. Obviously, do. Joe Rogan. Um, and stuff you should know. I'll That's a that cool Every one. time they come out. Um, there's one that I just discovered. What is it called? Uh, Pete Holmes. He's a comedian. Mm -hmm. He has a podcast called You Made It Weird. And he (laughs) talks about, like, spiritual stuff with other comedians and actors
1: and stuff. Interesting. super
2: interesting. So, like, you get to, like, hear what those people believe. Hmm. And then...
1: Do they joke about it?
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely not serious at all. Shay hates listening to it because... His laugh is very obnoxious. He laughs, laughs a lot. Um, and then I listen to Gus and Eddie podcasts. Gus Johnson and Eddie Burbeck are YouTube comedians. They just make stupid stuff and their podcast is just nonsense. Outlandish. Hilarious. <laughs> so hour. funny.
1: <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah.
0: Man, you're the podcast guru. I like i you are just like so interested in information which is cool and so I know like if I need to listen to a good podcast I can come to you if I need to learn
1: <laughs> if you need to get learned
2: yeah if I need to get learned for how much I hate school I definitely like learning mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: school's not learning yeah I guess school it's just is regurgitating just... information yes sorry for all the teachers out there
2: if you're a doctor or a lawyer or stuff like that, school is very, very important. If you're a business person, eh, yeah. <laughs> you can go either way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> could help you or it could hurt you.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, I've got one from, I'm gonna call her out because I know she's gonna be mad about it. Jay Joustra, Kai's wife, asked, uh, what makes living in Lincoln special and also some of your favorite local spots? Spots isn't anything. Um, I'm gonna start it off with I think like Lincoln's special mostly because of the people we have in it. Like there's awesome things, but I think it's like those places are like only so awesome because of all the like amazing people that like use those spaces and like create those experiences. That's what's like most like special to me in Lincoln for sure if somebody says oh what's so cool about lincoln i'm gonna like always first answer is gonna be the people even though that's like sounds like oh like lincoln's got nothing to you got nothing to do (laughs) no but like there's so much to do if you are like amongst uh, like all these other great people and like take that into effect
2: that does it does sound like the cliche answer but i've i've lived in three cities in my life Mm -hmm. and within like a few months of living in lincoln i think i have some of the closest friends i've had out of any of those cities i only keep in touch with like one other person from those cities but i think if i would ever move away from here i would always keep in touch with the five six people that i have gotten to know
0: here mm-hmm.
1: i agree i mean i just think that I we said it a bunch of times but i just think our community of people is pretty deep As far as like, we'll help each other out for anything. But also, like, if you feel, if you're in Lincoln, you feel like that's complete BS, that's okay. But there are people out there. Make it happen. Yeah. Don't make it BS. Yep. Punk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) And he's really getting to show his personality tonight. I like it. Yeah. I guess so. I think I also kind of got lucky because. I'm your brother-in-law and you seem to know literally everybody in Lincoln. So I just got lucky having connection to somebody that knows everybody.
1: Yeah, I just, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think I know everybody, but I just, I know people need people regardless of the if they're an introvert, extrovert or anything like that. So I just, I don't know. Anytime there's somebody new, I'm like, have you met this person? Have you met this person? like, I just always want to make sure that like everybody feels included. I think that's just a part of who I am. Mm
2: -hmm. You got a lot of questions. Yeah. I got like five and four of them were crap. (laughs) <laughs> no offense to the people whose questions Kate, are i guess going I have some really weird questions here that
0: I'm sorry not going to answer. You can get mad at me as much as you want. But. This,
2: one, this one's for Andy, and it just says mustache maintenance, question mark. Zero. No maintenance.
0: Just let it go. We can tell. Zero. I'll wash my face. <laughs> I will maybe trim it maybe monthly. It doesn't really need to be trimmed because it doesn't grow. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no maintenance. Just this, I, I like to twirl the ends, if that counts as any maintenance. Or, <laughs> I I touch it way more than I should, and it's gross that I do that. But no maintenance. I'll just wash my face, and that's when my mustache gets washed.
1: that's right. cool. <laughs> What's the next question? <laughs> I'm Um, glad your mustache got a segment. (laughs) Me too. Um, It has its own personality.
0: Alex asked if Caden, my roommate, brushes his teeth once or twice a day. I don't know because I think the bathroom time in our house is very sacred. It's private in there. I don't know what's ever going on in the bathroom. Wow. Because the Pearsons put the fan on no matter what they're doing in the bathroom. and So you can't hear anything. Who doesn't? Me? I'd... If I'm just going to go to the bathroom, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I got no shame. Yeah. Everybody does it. I'm trying to live as transparent as I can.
2: <laughs> I don't but, even close the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: live stream on Instagram. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but, I, I have no clue. That's an anomaly.
2: Is it weird sharing a bathroom with someone now?
0: Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, I... I'm going to keep it tidy now because I ha- have somebody to hold me accountable. But and Caden's a clean freak. He's a clean
2: freak. But he also I'm learning this.
0: There's, he's got some not so tidy things about him, man. <laughs> Shane's more of a clean freak than Caden mm-hmm. is. No, but I Caden, like when it comes to, I think like Caden's kind of leaning back now that Shane doesn't live there anymore. So he doesn't have to, like, he's got me to hold him accountable and I'm a great source. He's <laughs> like, got nothing to prove. He's got no shoes to fill now. It's like, <laughs> It's like, oh, this scrawny kid lives across the hall from me now. Like I don't have to worry about anything. I can beat him up. <laughs> I can beat him up if I want to. But yeah. Is there any others s- that are good? Any other what? Questions? questions? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Alex wants to know any misconceptions about South Dakota, Kai?
2: Ooh.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> people,
2: people are going to hate me for this, but I have zero connection to south dakota and i what about any misconceptions
0: about minnesota
2: minnesota is great minnesota is the best state everybody should move there <laughs> <laughs> just northern like the cities and up it's great
0: what's the state term for nationalism pride i guess statism minnesota, statism minnesotans <laughs> have a lot of pride the best. every minnesota i've every minnesota i've met has been like Minnesota's great yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the best state apparently welcome to the link podcast this is in Lincoln Nebraska or Lincoln Nebraska is the best yeah. state mean best state best city, <laughs> best
1: city in the best state yeah.
0: yeah um
2: the link podcast where we shit on other midwestern states <laughs>
0: y'all are the north <laughs> the great north yeah. Kansas is the south
1: uh, I got one Kai where is the coolest photo shoot you've done oh oh I um, want to hear
2: one of the coolest opportunities we had recently was so when we went on our honeymoon we went down to Phoenix and we stayed at this guy's development uh, it's called the Whitestone Flats White, White Stone Studios Benjamin Hall design um, Good we stayed there. in one of his developments and i made like a short little video and posted on instagram it's really so cool he had us come back this december or november and we got to shoot a new video for his new development sweet and it was super cool we were the first people to ever stay there and got to make a video of like what it's like yeah clean slate ah,
1: that's sweet
0: that's really cool um what is a weird passion you guys would consider that
2: you have I've recently become obsessed with learning how to make cocktails. (laughs) That's one.
0: I was going to say your obsession with plants as well.
2: Yeah, plants too. The cocktails has eaten into our monthly budget a lot. (laughs) That's really funny. The bidder's expenses and simple syrup. Become a snob on not buying $10 bottles of alcohol. Mm. Yeah, that's a problem. he's not an alcoholic
0: he's a craftsman
1: yeah yes and he makes his own meat
2: yeah i, I made my own meat last month and he helped me it's pretty good mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's the like alcohol squirt. content it just tastes like honey and water <laughs> and it tastes good yeah, it's tight
0: <laughs> i saw you yeah advertising it on your instagram I, you must have been, I knew you were proud of it which is super sick maybe that's something have you ever thought about like further pursuing that area of passion that you've discovered
2: i think if if i start to get too old to be a wedding filmmaker and I, people don't want a 50 year old guy yeah you don't showing want to be up that at not weddings i'll <laughs> i don't want you to be that guy i feel like now i have some other skill that i'll have honed by that point that i could be a bartender or something like that even like a distiller yeah that'd be cool
1: I'll illegally distill in my backyard <laughs> and sell <sound> moonshine.
0: Wee woo, wee woo.
1: I feel like any of my passions aren't weird. It might be to somebody else. I it mean, is. I've just always been passionate about building things. Doesn't matter what it is. Passionate about Porsches, motorcycles. people might see
0: that weird. Why is this guy like Porsches so much? I just really like them. What about them?
1: Style like what they are how they were made i wrote i rode in one for the first time when i was like 15 and then i became obsessed so now i'm here
0: and now you love porsches
1: but now i don't have one i've had three but i don't have one right now not yet i have a lot of motorcycles in the ground <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> that are like Eight motorcycles below us yes not like, all mine not all mine two of them how are mine them? and they don't work <laughs> how many of them actually run currently like three four
1: uh yeah probably four yeah sorry
0: <laughs> working no, on good. it a little tight financially right now what are <laughs>
1: your weird <laughs> um wow
0: oh, man i think i mean coffee is a weird passion I think but it's really fun oh I can't I think I'm just passionate about so many things like there, like that's weird I think that I'm like I'm over like there's like I love this like I want to learn how to do that like I want to learn how to do that but it's like how do I put my foot down and like actually pursue that thing like I want to learn how to not make boats but make toppers out of wood that I can camp out of that's kind of (laughs) weird But, like, use, like, the the strategy of, like, boat making because it's watertight.
2: A topper for your truck you're talking about? Mm-hmm.
0: And then I can live anywhere. <laughs> do <laughs> I don't have to pay rent?
1: What else we got? Questions? Or should we end on a boat topper? <laughs> boat topper? No, let's not do that. Um
2: sorry if this is a weird episode next week our normally scheduled programming <laughs> will resume
0: oh my goodness
1: i hope it's helpful to somebody though
0: yeah i don't have any other questions i really feel like sharing it's just all matt Martnowski being a weird dude again we
1: will have to have him on and he can just be weird and have his own yeah. episode then he then he won't ask weird questions
0: he'll be really quiet
1: we'll get him to talk
0: yeah oh
1: yeah yeah
0: i hope so i mean well, yeah cool. i hope everybody if you made it this far i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me being an absolute kook talking into a microphone right now but leave
2: a comment on our instagram if you made it to the end of the podcast yes
0: yeah i actually want to know because yes. then i want to maybe uh oh, never mind yeah i'm gonna give you a hug comment too bad if you're commenting you're getting a hug
1: <laughs> he'll make you a coffee in march
0: i'll make you yeah. a coffee in march
1: sweet Let's get it thank you guys
0: i really appreciate you listening once again
2: the link podcast sponsored by carlson projects
1: amen, amen. <laughs> <laughs>